0: Hey, Phil Doherty, I just wanted to say, thanks for listening. This is Waves, a podcast from APTA Michigan. I'm Andy Wicks. If you're like me, you had a very limited understanding of what physical therapists actually did when you entered graduate school. Thankfully, I had a much better idea by the time I finished, though I'm continuing to learn all these years later. Today's episode is a great example. Jordan Bowman is a third year student physical therapist at Grand Valley State University in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She tells us about how she turned a personal tragedy into an opportunity to help others and get a glimpse of what we as PTs can really do for our communities.
1: I'm Jordan Bowman. I'm a third-year PT student at Grand Valley. Just finished my third clinical, so it's getting real. Congrats! Real yeah, but I can't
0: wait to hear about that.
1: Yes, it was a great experience, and yeah, I'm enjoying my last year. I can't believe it's almost over. It went so quick.
0: We invited you on for a couple reasons. One, I I figured that as one of your professors, I could hold it over you and say, You needed to be on the podcast to pass. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I know. I didn't really do that.
2: I felt very popular. She probably (laughs) thinks that, though. She's been, (laughs) this is a coerced interview. Oh, boy. (laughs) Jordan, your grade is not at stake. You can still graduate. Like I said, I'm going to
0: edit the bejesus out of this thing. No, I wanted to talk with you, Jordan, about the fact that you were the recipient one of the recipients or the recipient?
1: The recipient.
0: The recipient mm-hmm. of the Solstice Foundation scholarship. We have talked to Steve Leopard, one of the founders of the Solstice Foundation on this podcast. He is a friend of the show, but the, the Solstice Foundation gives these scholarships out to PT students every year. And Jordan, you were selected as the winner. So tell us a little bit about the process, how you found out about it, why you applied and how we got here.
1: Yeah, so Steve and the team, the Solstice Scholarship team, came to one of our classes and they, I think it was actually on Zoom, but they did a presentation about what the scholarship was and why they were passionate about doing it and helping students fuel their passions. So after that little part of class, that was the beginning of class, wow, that's really cool and that's just a really meaningful thing that they're doing with their time and I was kind of struck by it, and then I was, well, I don't really have anything, because like, some of the examples they were using were people who are in wheelchairs and can't run, and then they would someone that they knew would run for them in a race, or, so there, or someone's family member passed from cancer, and I don't know, so examples like that they were mm-hmm. showing that previous winners have had, and I was like, I don't really have anything like that in my life, thankfully, but I don't know what I would do for the scholarship, and so I just kind of put it off, and then... Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it over time and I was like, well, I actually have something in my life that's impacting me in a different way. And substance abuse is something that has impacted my personal life and my best friend's life. So I was like, I'm just going to do a little research and see see what I find, see what organizations in Grand Rapids are targeting this and who, who can I benefit. So I got online and I just did a little research and I found Guiding Light. And they captivated me right away because they were um, helping people for free. It was a no cost addiction center and they were just very welcoming and I watched all their promo videos online. I was like, I want to know everything I can about this place <laughs> I don't know where I'll go for it. Yeah. So yeah, so I just did like a ton of research on them. I loved their mission. They're a faith based organization and that was something that was meaningful to me as well. So I was like, "All right, cool. I'm I'm just going to go for it and see what happens." So, yeah, so then I applied with my idea to the Solstice Scholarship. I did an like, interview with them. And but, yeah, so then they gave me the money for it. To support <laughs> them. So that was cool. So Yeah, and, and to
0: clarify, <laughs> and to clarify for people listening that Solstice Foundation when they award this, they they award the money to be given to an organization in the name of the recipient mm-hmm. for them to use this money to pay it forward essentially. And you chose Guiding Light Mission here in Grand Rapids, so yes. So keep
1: going. Yeah, it was cool. They were, we really love your idea, and we want to support you. My idea was to give them the money. I want to do something with running because I looked up online of how exercise and activity was incorporated into their recovery program. Oh, really? And they had so many of their men running in local 5Ks all over Grand Rapids, and they huh. had the news posting about that's it. Cool. I was, that's so cool that they're using exercise. Because obviously, that's our whole thing is PT. Yeah. So that's so cool that they're mm-hmm. doing that. So then I was just doing research, and I think it would be cool for them to do 5K to raise awareness about addiction because it's everywhere and to get people out there moving and using that to help aid in their recovery. So then, once I got the money for Guiding Light, I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I have random money to give you guys. And <laughs> that was kind of a weird thing. I'm sure too. that was a fun conversation. Yeah. It was so random. I called the front desk and I'm like, who do I talk to about giving a good chunk of cash to?
0: That probably happens more often than you think, but still. It was not just, a conversation you have every day. That's for sure.
1: No, it was just so, so random. But yeah, so then they connected me with the right people. I got in contact with the, the community relations person. And then they were like, actually, we love that idea. And we did a 5K last year. So oh, nice. that was kind of funny because my idea. So this time around, I was, well, I'll support you any way I can. I'm going to participate. I'm going to get people there. I'll advertise it. How nice. I can help you, I will help you. And then obviously I ran in it too. So you had the, you had the
0: 5K at Millennium Park, correct? Yes. So tell us about the event.
1: So the event was... Well, first of all, it was on the hottest day in October. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course.
1: You don't expect an October race to be hot.
0: Yeah, that's peak running time. It's perfect. I usually. know.
1: That's a whole reason why we did it in October, because like, this is great time for running. Exactly. Sweating. So much sweating. <laughs> but... <laughs> So it was under the pavilion. They had reps from Pine Rest there, and then a couple other representatives with just information and tables. There was a registration table. Everyone who registered got a little swag bag, nice, um, which that was Come fun. On. And swag is always good. I know. I'm repping, repping the swag now.
0: Isn't that why people sign up for five Ks usually for the swag?
1: Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: I, I say, as someone who's never run a five K. <laughs>
2: You've never run a five k, Andy?
0: No. no.
2: You don't do the wheel run.
0: I I haven't done the wheel run. I could wheel. I can't run. I could wheel.
2: Outed you, Andy. Yeah, thanks, Catherine.
0: (laughs) Boy, oh boy. So, and this will be Catherine's last episode with Waves. So, thank you for joining us. Ah!
2: I um I was the race director for the real wheel run when I was in PT school at Grand Valley. So. Do
1: organizing five Ks and stuff is is close to my heart. Fun fun stuff. It was a good time. It was a great turnout. There was a ton of people there, um, nice, which was awesome. And yeah, it was. I, I couldn't have asked for a better day and a better situation. And that's fantastic. And how did you do nice. in the five K? I walked and ran it. You f- I won't you lie. You finished it. You I finished, finished it. it. Yeah. I started off strong. I was running, and then oh boy, I need to take a break. <laughs>
0: I sprinted yeah. the first hundred yards and then it kind of coasted from there.
1: Yeah, I had It's to-
2: okay. You've still done better than Andy has ever done. So
0: Yeah, I think see what I gotta deal with, Jordan?
2: <laughs> you know every
0: what? episode it's this.
2: She's every not lying though. <laughs>
1: Ouch! People come for the banter. People come for the banter. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps this views in this show, okay? This banter. Yeah,
0: it's it's they're not coming for me, I'll tell you that much. So Jordan, I guess just from a, I want to hear your perspective because you are still a PT student and we're fortunate as PT programs in Michigan because Steve Leopard and the Solstice Foundation take this program to several programs here in Michigan to offer this opportunity. It's not just for Grand Valley, mm-hmm. but just from your perspective as a PT student and getting involved in this way, how has it informed or shaped how you see this future career of yours I want to hear how it's shaped you going forward.
1: Yeah. I feel having this opportunity and being able to spread awareness about something that's passionate to me has just made me realize there's so many ways I can take PT in the future. I can truly advocate for my like, future patients and I'm going to be treating people who are dealing with this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep, And all I think it's just really made me excited. I can have a leadership position as a PT and I can help raise awareness about this. I never really thought that, that would be possible with this profession. So I'm really thankful. I feel I just, yeah, I have been really blessed with this opportunity. So it's, it's been cool and I'm excited to use my voice as a PT in the future. Yeah. so Not
0: too long. Not too long.
2: That's so cool
0: that's very i think
2: i think that the pt in motion magazine just had that was their cover story what maybe a month or two ago was about physical therapy in addiction care
0: oh really um i'll have to find that and link to that
2: a lot of people fall into an addiction because of pain either initially physical pain or mental pain and yeah yeah the opioid
0: crisis is something that that the physical therapy profession has taken a pretty strong and public stance on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's an easy, that's an easy avenue for PTs to get involved in that, because that chronic pain that fits right into our wheelhouse for sure. Probably. But it is interesting to look at it, Jordan, from this perspective of folks who are largely in this underserved, underhoused mm-hmm. population that doesn't typically have access to PT.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not a service that is probably high on their list of priorities. It's more things, you know, food, shelter, things like that. So yeah, to be involved in that space and just to get that exposure is, yeah, it's fantastic. I applaud you for it. That's really, really cool.
1: Thanks. It's a really good cause. I'm feeling passionate, really passionate about it because I've seen how destructive it can be for people. Mm -hmm. I just know there's so much better for people and PT is To me, it's so holistic, and we have such a unique opportunity to help people, and we see them consistently, and, you know, sometimes we're the only person that will listen to them, and so using those skills is so beneficial because people who struggle with addiction, sometimes they feel super alone or they have no one who will listen to them, and like you were saying, all those things, the physical pain, the mental pain, they all contribute to why people choose to use substances. We just have a really... Cool and unique opportunity as healthcare providers to help them. And so I feel like it's just, it's cool. And I, like I said, I never realized that I could use my profession to help people with this. So it's been really eye opening.
0: Jordan, you're warming the cockles of my heart. I love to hear this. I love to hear this. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit. You're in the midst of your third year. You said you just finished your third clinical rotation. Mm-hmm. Tell us all about it.
1: Yes, it was quite literally the best experience. Which dang,
0: you've I had a was, big you've had a big that's fall.
1: Awesome. I <laughs> know. I've been so busy. Truthfully, I've been all over the place.
0: What was the um, setting you were in?
1: I was an outpatient neuro. Okay. It was the great ex- greatest experience. I couldn't have asked for better. CI. Great. I learned a ton. I worked with a lot of. Patients with spinal cord injuries and cool. a ton of patients with brain injuries and MS, Parkinson's. And wow, I learned a ton, felt like a sponge the whole time. So. Yay. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. I'm so glad you had a good experience. Thanks. You have
0: another rotation coming up or have you started that already?
1: No, I start on Monday.
0: Ooh. So what setting is your next one?
1: Outpatient ortho and okay. it's manual focused.
0: So. Ooh. That'd be quite the shift, but it'll be good to kind of brush off those skills a little bit and and make sure that you haven't forgotten everything you learned in first year. So
1: Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh boy, my brain's going to have to <laughs> go back to first semester and yeah. like you said, dust that off, but it'll be good. I need to definitely get more proficient in those skills, so it'll be good.
0: I happen to walk, so both of you will appreciate this as Grand Valley alums, as I was walking through the lab and I walked through... Dr. Shootmaker's Cardiopalm Lab, and I just, I saw what he had on the screen for the lab, and I had a, a blank stare come across my face because I understood none of it <laughs> because <laughs> my cardiopalm <poem laughs> education in school was not nearly to the level of what he provides. So I was just, this is, whew, I'm glad someone else is good at this and not me <laughs> because I would I would struggle in his class.
1: Cardio poem's intense. Cardio is poem intense. Cardiopalm
0: is intense. Intense. You got to be sharp to be a cardiopalm therapist, which is why I'm not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> everything informs everything.
0: Everything does it all. As Jordan said, this is <laughs> this is a holistic profession. We, it is. We treat the whole person. We don't treat a diagnosis.
2: In, yes. And in serious in all seriousness though, I'm sure what you learned at both of these clinicals is gonna inform what you do when you're working in any setting after you
1: graduate. Yeah, totally. I actually was gonna bounce off what you were saying because I realized that all of the skills in my brain, learning it in school. I was like, okay, this is neuro information. This is ortho information. <laughs> this is cardio information. I had little buckets for everything. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in the clinic, it's like, wow, I actually need to use all of these skills. Yeah. Which seems mm-hmm. obvious, but then until you're doing it, it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Th- then you get a total knee evaluation. Who also has Parkinson's and a venous insufficiency. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my God, my Diabetic neuropathy
0: and
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It all comes <laughs> crashing back to you.
1: That's yeah, cool um, though, because I've been able to kind of bring the pieces of the puzzle together. Where I'm like. Oh, okay. I see why we learned this. A, a
0: lot of light bulb moments, huh?
1: So many light bulb moments. And I'm like, okay, this is all adding up. I get it now. Yay. I so. feel like we need to
0: have you come back and talk to the second years because midterms are next week and they're freaking out a little bit. I think they need someone to just come and be like, it's worth it. Trust me. That makes so much more sense next year.
1: I'll be their hype man. Get they they need it big
0: time right now. <laughs> they need it big time.
1: Neuro so semester cool. is tough. So I know. I know. But if this is encouraging to any second year student in Neuroth right now, so many of the things we learned, I saw in the clinic. Say it again! Say it again! So many things (laughs) I learned, I saw in the clinic, and it's like, for real, we just, we have a good program for that, so.
0: (laughs) You're very kind to say that. (laughs) Oh, man, oh man. Jordan, this is so cool. I'm so happy to hear about success of your of the 5k endeavor the experience that this has been i wish i should have invited steve to be on this call too because i feel like steve would just be grinning from ear to ear hearing <laughs> you talk about it this is why he does it you know mm-hmm. for these kinds of experiences and to get this kind of growth in the profession but to show exactly to show we're more than just treating patients in the clinic or more than that
1: jordan I mean, are they doing the 5k again next year do you yeah i think so I haven't followed up with them since the 5K was like super chaotic and we just had yeah, yeah. a hush moment. Yeah. But I would assume so. It was a really big success, and they had more people come this time than the first time. So,
0: are they naming it after nice. you?
1: I wish. <laughs> 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 the Bowman. I mean, <laughs> that might require
0: a larger donation than what we were able to provide, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? Maybe I'll make my own own branch and have my own. Voice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's so cool. So before we before we wrap things up, we are very pro soapbox on this podcast. So you also bring a unique perspective because we don't get a lot of students on here. Are there any soapboxes that you as a student physical therapist have that you would like to climb upon and rant? Oh boy. You don't have to. This Is just we're let it providing, rip. This is providing
1: the invitation. Well, let me just say, I'm honored to be a student on this podcast. I feel like so <laughs> cool, and I didn't realize how cool it was until you were like, Hey, I want you on the podcast. Like,
2: wow,
1: yeah. so cool! I don't know, I'm not a huge ranter. I feel like
0: I mean, I wouldn't have pegged you for a big ranter, but I don't know. I mean, you never know. There might be that one thing that's been you... just eating at you,
2: I guess. From when you started PT school to now, what's the been the biggest surprise? Oh,
0: that's a good one.
1: For you. You didn't expect. Something I didn't expect curriculum-wise with the program. Or- I mean, I'm sure you didn't oh. expect
0: to be putting together a 5K.
1: For sure I didn't. No, that's yeah. a good point. I was like. oh so, Yeah,
0: some part of either the the academic side of it or just the whole experience you know the from everything from just the social aspect with your classmates to whatever that really you didn't expect
1: Honestly, I didn't expect to learn my perception of physical therapy before I got into school was outpatient ortho and I did a ton of observation but I did it in outpatient ortho. Yep. yep and yep. I didn't expect to learn all the other all the other branches of it, like Neuro, Cardiopalm, I didn't even know that we were so versatile, so yep. I think that that is something which is cool because we were kind of talking about that earlier how we're super versatile, but that is something that I learned throughout school, is we can just be utilized in so many different ways, and I feel really encouraged by that because I never have to be pigeonholed, you know? I can I can do a bunch yeah. of different things with my profession. That's
0: true. You can You can make your own pigeonhole.
1: Exactly. My own <laughs> branch i can a whole <laughs> clinic with substance abuse pt i don't i know. mean it's a, you could. it's a need it's holy a need holy cow you never know watch out guys you man control.
0: you could it's be the guru need. you could be the guru jordan
1: i don't know if i have. people will you. be
0: coming to you for answers on how do we make this work in this population you're like hey listen it's not that hard. Let's just do it.
1: It's not that hard. Just 5K. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Five, 5Ks will solve all of the world's problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I just had a, I've had a lot of personal growth in PT school of just accepting uncomfortable moments. And I felt very perfectionist as an undergrad student. And yep. I just feel being in PT school, you can't be a perfectionist. And... It's made me more type B, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
0: the neuro semester tends to do that, I think, to a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. Gotta, I hate to use the phrase, you got to lower your standards, but you, know, you just got to, I think you you said it well, you have to be okay being uncomfortable and just not necessarily having all the answers. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah.
1: that's definitely refreshing to be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just going to work through it. And I feel like, PT school has taught me that a lot. And something that sticks out to me, the first day of PT school orientation, one of our faculty was like, you're going to have so much grit after this program. But <laughs> <laughs> you probably know who I'm talking about. Andy. I know
0: exactly who you're talking about.
1: But that word is so true. And I feel like there's just more grit to my character after being put through the ringer. So. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> it's, it, we 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 melted you down to your essence and built you back up.
1: In the truest form. No, I
0: don't, I don't think that's the right metaphor. <laughs> I don't think that's what I'm looking for here. But I will, I will see that person tomorrow and I will tell that person what you said and that Please will make do. that person
1: very happy. Please do. Tell her it's stuck <laughs> with me, so. I will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic. Jordan, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story. And I hope that this serves as an opportunity for other students and even just clinicians to, to I think, explore what the profession can do. I think you said it great. It's, we can, there's no end to what we can do. I think. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I'm happy to be on here and thanks for interviewing me, you guys. You're welcome.
0: Jordan Bowman is a third year student at Grand Valley State University and already a mover and shaker in the physical therapy profession. If you need her to help organize a 5k, She's your person. Waves is a production of APTA Michigan. It is co-hosted by Dr. Katherine Klein and me, Andy Wicks. Editing assistance from Chris Shoemate. Music by Mark Josting. You can find us on social media at APTAMI Waves or on our website, www.aptami.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening to The andreba and may your documentation always be done on time.